Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Make sure you listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And if you miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com where you can find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. Like and follow the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Get all the latest updates on the show. Well, this week, Americans for Prosperity Kansas filed a Kansas Open Records Act complaint against the Kansas Department of Commerce after not providing, after they didn't provide all the requested information from a previous CORA complaint that AFP had filed over a year ago regarding the Sales Tax and Revenue, or Star Bonds, program. Joining us now to explain what's going on and what prompted the complaints is AFP Kansas State Director Elizabeth Patton. Elizabeth, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show, and of course, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. It's always a pleasure to be on, so thank you for the opportunity to be here. You're very welcome, my friend. And for those who may not be familiar with the Star Bonds program, it's basically intended to increase tourism and create jobs by allowing private development projects to be financed by government bonds. But the program has not been particularly effective in accomplishing those objectives. And the other downside to it is little is known about where these taxpayer dollars end up getting funneling through. Um, Is that what prompted the complaint initially? Was you guys just trying to find out where the money's going? Yeah, you nailed it. I think overall, we're trying to find more information about star bonds. Um, over the last few years, both in 2020 and 2021, we've had a few uh, things come out about star bonds that have just shown them to be ineffective and largely failing. And yet taxpayers are really put on the hook. And to your point, uh, serious lack of transparency and where everything's going. Um, so when legislative post audit came out with their report in 2021, um, showing kind of what we suspected all along, uh, there was just more information we needed to know. And so we, pro- we decided to put in a court request and that was over a year ago. And we still have pretty much nothing to show for it from uh, the department. I'm glad you mentioned that audit. That audit found only three of the 16 star bond projects that it reviewed met the tourism metrics for the program. And previous studies have also questioned the claims of job creation. There's a lot of the, you know, they claim one thing and it's, it, you know, the claims end up being, well, that it's the projected jobs rather than actual. Um, and all of this stuff is run through the Department of Commerce, which headed up by David Toland, of course. And this is, let's not forget, this is who the Democrats are likely to put forward as their next com- you know candidate for governor. Um, 
the your initial complaint was a year ago. So and they've yet to comply with that, which is now why you're having to file another one. What? Why is it taking them so long? I mean, what are they trying to hide, Elizabeth? That's my question exactly. You know, the the fact that it's taken over a year um, to comply with this complaint is just baffling to me. Uh, you know, at, at the six month mark, um, we were, you know, we, we considered doing a complaint at that time and thought, you know, we'll just we'll give them a little more time. And then before we knew it, I'm like, it's been a year. We've got to get this. Every couple of weeks or so, we'll get this email that says we need more time. I mean, after a year, how much more time do you need? It's been absurd. What are they saying when you? I mean, is it just we need more time? Are they come? I mean, is there how hard is this? It can't be that hard to come up with this data. You would think that was that's our whole that's our whole issue. Um, that is that is the line of the email we've been receiving has is just that they need more time to comply with our request. Uh, I. I I can't figure out why it's taken over a year uh, to get us what, in my view, should be pretty obvious and transparent records so that they can be held accountable to the taxpayers for these programs. I mean, it, it, it shouldn't take a year. If the data exists, they should be able to produce it. So if you had to guess, is this a matter of the data doesn't exist or the data isn't what they want you to find out about? <laughs> I, I wish I knew, and I think that's that's our whole um, question with the complaint is, which is it? Is it that you don't want us to know about it, or is that it doesn't exist? Maybe it's a combination of both. Uh, either either one is a huge problem for Kansas taxpayers, um, and, and we wanted to make sure people knew about that because these are, I mean, this is a lot of money we're messing around with, and it's just being shuffled around potentially um, in a really – inadequate way. Um, it just, it's unacceptable in my view. We're talking with Elizabeth Patton from AFP Kansas. So uh, Elizabeth, I, I mean, what are the consequences here? If let's say they comply and it's not meeting numbers or worse, they have no ability, they can't produce the numbers. Are there any clawbacks? Can the, can the taxpayers say, okay, these projects are done. We want our money back from these developers or can they end these term? Can they terminate these star bond programs, or once we're in, we're locked in, we're locked in? Well, it, they made some changes to the statute, um, uh, the session before last, and um, that extended the program until, um, uh, forgive me, uh, I believe it's 2025, but um, I, I could, I'm going to double check that, but it, it will end soon. And so my request will be to the legislature to just honestly end this program uh, there's really only actually two other states that have anything like the Starbomb program. Um, and a lot of times when we hear them talk about it, they're like, oh, nobody has anything else like this. And I'm like, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that's right. a good thing yeah. if all the programs are failing. Like, then we're doing it wrong. Yeah. And it's just not it's not the right program. And there are other mechanisms that the state can use, in our view, that would be more responsible, more transparent more accountable and, frankly, more successful at producing Kansas jobs or tourism. Uh, frankly, these haven't largely. And um, so I, I would ask the legislature to subset the program and allow it to, to be done. Yeah, no one selects Supreme Court justices the way we do either. That doesn't make it a good thing, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. That hasn't gotten us in a good place either. Exactly. No, absolutely. <laughs> so, so what is the status of the complaint at this point? The status of the complaint, um, it will likely be referred at this point, um, as I understand it, to the uh, to the district attorney 
in the county, in Shawnee County. Um, as I understand it, that's the next step. Um, so we will see what comes of that. Uh, so we're in a waiting point right now, but I am very anxious to uh, get to some resolution here and find out, to your point, if we have data or if or if they just don't want to let us know what's going on. Yeah, well, that, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me either way, trust me. <laughs> right. Um, if, Elizabeth, if folks want to keep up with you, if they want to find out what you guys are up to, it's americansforprosperity.org slash state slash Kansas, correct? It is, but I would really encourage people to follow us on social media. Um, that's the most up-to-date info on what we've got going on. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, uh, and all of those places will have uh, what we're working on, events we've got going on, um, policy information, um, anything that they want to know about our chapter. Um, that's where I would encourage people to go. Well, I appreciate you as always. You guys are, you know, helping to hold them accountable, which is what we need, holding a government accountable. So thank you again, Elizabeth. Uh, carry on the fight and Merry Christmas, of course. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thanks so much. We'll take a quick break and then we'll want to hear from you. This will be your last chance before the new year. Our phone lines are open 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.